Hello and welcome back to Can't Let Go, the NVN podcast where you discuss the um, news stories and the personal stories from the past week or two that we can just not let go of. I am, as always, your host, Jacob Lazaro, and I've got two returning guests once again. We've got Mia Mamone in the center, who is the um, current EIC of MVN, very powerful. And we've got David Gleisner on the far center, who is used to be a managing editor, executive editor, and days gone by, but now is photo video editor. Who would have thought that? How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Good to Pretty be Pretty good, yeah. My story isn't... It happened last night, and it was Harvey Weinstein showing up at a comedy club oh, yeah. in New York City thinking that it is okay to act like he's a normal person, even though he has raped and abused multiple women. So that's great. I saw that Twitter video. Yeah. It was oof. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't be that surprised that he tried it, but also just disappointing that people were like, come on, guys. Like, God, just be nice. Like, his life has been bad enough. Like, just let him have a nice <laughs> night out with his pals, which apparently there were a bunch of young women surrounding him at the mm, table he was at, which oh, is great, great and um, makes me feel really good. Kind of reminds me of, like... Louis C.K.'s comeback tour. Yep. Yeah. Very and similar. Louis C.K. Yep. never got arrested, though. I mean, Harvey Weinstein's out on bail. Yeah. Literally. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Speaking of the entertainment world, um, my news story is more of a, um, I'd say, an audio news event because it is a podcast series recently launched. So I'm sure many people are familiar with um, Radio Lab from WNYC with a uh, Jad Abumrad and. Robert Corwich. Jad Abumrad grew up in um, Tennessee. His dad is a doctor. Um, for those of you who are not aware, Dolly Parton, you know, famous <gasps> American icon, also lives in Tennessee. And a few years ago, she ended up at the hospital after I think it was a car accident, and Jad's father treated her, and they became friends. Oh my god. So, oh my god. because of this, Jad just, like, was able to interview Dolly Parton ah! um, for, like, hours and hours, you know, earlier this year, and it's been turned into a special, like, miniseries with WNYC <laughs> I no idea called this. Dolly oh Parton's America. And it is wild. The premise is something along the lines of, you know, America's very divided right now, etc., etc. I'm sure we've all read a billion thing pieces, right? But everyone seems to love Dolly Parton. So, like, what? why is she so special that all these people just love her? And also, how is how did she become such an icon in, just in general? There are two episodes in right now. Growing up, I never really listened to, like, a lot of um, Dolly Parton. My parents were much more like, let's listen to NPR in the car type family. <laughs> so you can probably guess. No, but, you don't um, say. Uh, you know, I've heard a few Dolly Parton songs, but I would never say like, oh, I'm a huge Dolly Parton fan. But, you know, I've, from the periphery, I was always like, she just yeah. seems like a nice person. But listening to this podcast series, two episodes in so far, it's absolutely fascinating. Dolly Parton is just, she's just everything. She's just so, she's like, feminist icon but also like country hero and just like she's so fantastic and actually my grandma has a story don't know if this is true or not but apparently when my grandma was a young woman she was at a dolly parton show and like after like dolly was like walking through the crowd and complimented my grandma on her coat that she was wearing so that could be completely fabricated like you know a family tall tale but i wouldn't doubt it because dolly just seems so cool and she has her literacy project where she's donated like hundreds of millions of like books to underprivileged kids and stuff so yeah dolly dolly is queen of the world in my eyes yeah so mine is less of a like hard news story um but it was something that buzzfeed published i think today or yesterday um and for reference today is um the 25th of october yes it is the headline is the 2010s have broken our sense of time and i saw that and i was immediately like yeah like yeah they have so i try to journal in my like personal life but oftentimes that makes sense journal is a big part of the ism as we do know <laughs> uh 
But I have been not keeping up with it super well recently, and I feel like this quarter has just been like, like it's week five. What? How do we get here? And I've also been, uh, I took like a little break from Twitter, and now I'm back on, and so just like the endless scrolling kind of gets to me. And this article was basically talking about how a bunch of things kind of culminated on the 2016 election to make the Trump era kind of this like time-free zone. So it was talking about all of the launches of these social media platforms like um, like Instagram, Snapchat, um, Slack, all of these things were like early 2010s, between like mm-hmm. 2010 and 2013. And then in 2016, I didn't know this, but like the launch of Apple Music, the launch of uh, Apple News was in 2017, like Spotify, Netflix, Hulu, all of these streaming services that kind of like conglomerated all of this information into a singular place also occurred in the 2010s and it was talking about how like american life for the past you know 50 or 60 years has kind of been structured around you know these daily or weekly routines like you get your news on the morning news on cable you get it from the newspaper that you get delivered in the morning you watch you know like i love lucy once a week or whatever so you have all these routines to kind of keep keep track of time and now we're in this era of like binging and scrolling and just like it's up to the consumer to decide how they consume. I don't know. It just contributes to the sense that I've been having a lot for the past few years of just like, wow, we're really out here living in a dystopia. I agree. But also to provide a counterpoint, I think it just seems that way partially because we're living it right now. Yeah. Like if you want to feel old, go look up like um, pictures of like the iPhone 4 and what this like the operating system looks like. And you'll be like, wow, that was like... That looks really dated. Yeah. You know? I had an iPhone four until I was in like twelfth grade. So. Yeah, but you know, yeah. but like I'm talking about the old operating system, like <laughs> yeah. all the all the apps look yeah. more realistic instead yeah. of flat, which was because realistic sleek. was like the UI trend ten years yeah. ago, and now it's the opposite. There's less physical things to look back on. You kind of have to go and seek it out. Like you're not just gonna randomly stumble across the Spotify UI from six years ago and go, wow, huh, was so wacky back then. I remember when I was six years younger. You have to like actually search for that. But if you do look at it, you'll be like. Wow, so wacky. I remember when I was six years younger, but it's not like a random thing. Yeah. It just happened, right? In the story, it references, and this kind of makes me think of like all those memes that are like, oh, like feel old yet. Like Shrek came out in 1902. And (laughs) (laughs) it's just like that variety of meme where there's so many of those things that it, it just kind of, yeah. I think the article was trying to make the point that, like, yeah, no, if you do look back on things even like 10 years ago, it's ridiculous how much like just our lives have changed and you, you like, just kind of can't even keep track of that. And now, of course, as always, it is time for the personal stories half of Can't Let Go. And um, Mia Ramon has said she would like to go first. So, Mia, take it away. Yeah, so this isn't really a story that's happened yet, but just a fact about my life is that my 21st birthday is coming up, and Woo! I'm very excited for that. And Gonna go to Chili's. Yeah, my plans are to go to Chili's, which I've gone to for every birthday since I turned 16, except for when I turned 19. I was really sick. I didn't go anywhere. Um, freshman year of college, I just stayed in my dorm. Did you order but Chili's to go? No, I didn't. I didn't. Um, oh, my friends just... did throw me like a Halloween <laughs> birthday party in the CRC lobby, though, later oh. in the weekend. But yeah, so Chili's, um, and then going to see Rocky Horror in Chicago, which I've never seen live, so I'm going to do the whole virgin ceremony and participate in all the crowd stuff so we'll see how that goes hasn't happened yet but i assume it'll be interesting and fun it's it's hard to keep track of all that's going on once you're in there 
So just be ready for sensory so, overload. So I, I like no Rocky Horror the movie. So for a live show, do they just play the movie and people are just like riffing on it while it's going, or is it like a live version stage production of the movie? Yes. So it's both. So oh. they'll play the movie on the big screen in the music box, and then they have actors, one of whom was my friend Elena, come up and perform like scenes from the movie in front of the screen while the movie's while going the, on. While the movie's going on, do they mute the, the movie when is. they're performing the scenes? No. Oh, that sounds like Chaos. a driving insane, but okay. <laughs> so I, I can I can see the like the appeal of the event. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on in there, but it's it's a very good time. Definitely. I really wanted to go like freshman year of high school, and I was like, Mom, can I go to like the Sooner Theater like in Norman where they were doing like a midnight showing on Halloween? And she was like, I was like 15. She was like, No, you can't go. Like you can go when you're older. And then kind of lost interest when I was in high school. And then I realized like now I'm in college, I can do whatever I want. And especially since I'll be turning 21, because um, my 21st birthday will be the night that I go see it i think there is yeah there is a lot of opportunity for some good times so i like being on the older side of my grade so thanks parents for enrolling me sooner than later that's the oklahoma way right Mm, yeah yeah enrolling you sooner Sooner. oh i get uh... it yeah yeah you're right david i nominate you to go next oh no okay well going off of mia's theme of things that haven't happened yet um i'm also going to go with the theme of things that haven't happened yet because as Jacob mentioned earlier, it is October 25th, the first night of the first Halloween weekend, and I have been frantically scrambling to get my costume together. So at work today, my friend Kirsten gave me purple spandex that she uh, runs in because my Halloween costume is going to be a slutty Teletubby named Twinkie Winky, and I'm incredibly excited for this. So I have my purple spandex. I have a purple crop top that I actually wore to Dillo two years ago. And I'm going to go to Blick right after this to get purple pipe cleaners and make myself a little triangle on my head to complete the outfit. I actually have a bunch of purple pipe cleaners in my apartment if you want some. Like, I have, like, the, like, mixture pack of, like, sparkly and, like, messy and everything if you want to grab them. I was going to use them for the NBN poster board, and I did not, so... Mia, you just saved me, like, $2. Yeah, no, you fully can do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going home after this, so... Wow. Yeah. That's so nice. Serendipitous. Spirit of Halloween. <laughs> The things you learn on Can't Let Go. Yeah, wow. for real. I Are you going to do, do you gonna do purple face paint, too? I, I am planning on getting... Uh, well, actually, I'm probably going to do purple eyeliner and purple lipstick. Uh, but not, not face paint. Not face paint. But the first party I'm going to has body paint. So mm. probably do body paint. We will see. I think I was regular... Is it Tinky Winky? Yeah. The regular Tinky Teletubby? Yeah. The purple one? I think I was that. My sister was... Lala, maybe I can't remember what they all are. We have photos Dipsy, of us. Lala and Poe. Yeah, like the whole squad. We we were each one of them. I think the purple and red ones. And yeah, that was a good time. So to buck this unexpected trend of talking about things that haven't happened yet, and theoretically could go terribly wrong. I mean, those are still stories. If if they go wrong, I'll invite you both back and you can tell sure. me about. Sure. You can tell everyone about that. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to talk about something that actually did happen to me already. <laughs> so I'm a huge fan of the movie Coco. Um, in my opinion, it is the best Pixar movie of all time. I've never seen um, it. You've never oh, seen it? Yeah. Mia! I know. I know. I've so, been really bad oh about God. watching movies the past Coco few watch years. Party. Honestly. Well, that was, that's my story, is that I found out that Mila, um, another friend of mine, and Priyanka, also another friend of mine, had never seen Coco. Um, this was in the presence of... Um, me, Maggie Harden, and uh, Libby Berry was also there. This was on Sunday. We were we were going to, as I like to call it, Tamale Girl Sunday, because we were going to Pilsen to get tamales at El Milagro, which is like, they have great tamales. Then we also popped into the um, National Museum of um, 
Mexican art because um, Maggie had never been to that, which was oh, I saw sh- a all shocker. Your posts about so that. Yeah. honestly, that museum is the best museum in Chicago. The tamales are great. I recommend both of them wholeheartedly forever. That's not the point of the story. First, the story <laughs> is we found out that um, Priyanka and then later Mila, who was not there, um, hadn't seen Coco. So we were like, "What? We need to fix this shit." Now, so yes, last night, Thursday night, we also did a watch party at Priyanka and Libby's apartment down in um, Lakeview, and we just watched Coco, and it was fantastic. That I love this movie. Weird. I was going to talk about how awesome it is, but now I can't because Mia Moan I mean, hasn't seen it. I know generally that there to. are very sad things that happen. I mean, I've been on the internet in the years since it's been released. Like, I know some things, kind of, like... I'm sure, like, I wouldn't be too spoiled because, like, I feel like I would enjoy it even knowing what happens, but... It is an emotionally trying... Yeah, that's the sense I've gotten. But it's really good. I saw something that it's going off of Netflix. It's going off... Yeah, yeah. It's apparently going off of Netflix at the start of November. So (gasps) you got about five days. Oh, God. Um, So don't let me down, Mia. I'm going to check in with you about this on a Sunday at our editor's meeting. Okay. I I make no promises, but maybe I will try. On that note, that's going to wrap things up for this episode of Can't Let Go. This episode and all other NBN podcasts can be found on iTunes and the Google Play Store and on Spotify. Our show's theme is Little We Swing by Tritachion, which we use under a Creative Commons attribution license. As always, I am your host, Jacob Lazaro. I'm Mia Mamone. I'm David Gleisner. And this is NBN Audio. We've got David Gleisner on the far center, a.k.a. my right, on uh, extreme right, who's um, the... <laughs> I don't want to be affiliated okay, with that. Yeah, <laughs> the extreme.